Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well spoken. Well said, Robin. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Well Said Podcast. I'm Bella. And you know, all over the Bible, we know that all over the Bible, it says that God is a faithful God. And we see this in Psalm 33, 4, Psalm 36, 5, and really all over the Psalms. I personally love to hear different individuals recount how the Lord has been faithful to them. And on today's podcast, we are privileged to hear from one of these individuals. Ian is a father, a lawyer, and a leader in his church, and a whole bunch of other things too. He is here to share how God has been faithful to him throughout every season of his life. So thank you for being on the podcast, Ian. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. The question of the podcast is, what is something new you learned this week? It could be literally anything. It doesn't have to be some crazy, huge thing. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a tough one. It seems like we do learn something, even if it's trivial all the time. Um, actually, it made me think, though, uh, last night we were at, at church. We were in Acts chapter 10. And uh, we we made a parallel between Jonah and uh, Peter and Cornelius, the first Gentile who was saved. And I didn't realize Jonah had fled down to Joppa uh, to get away from the Lord's calling. And Peter went down to Joppa to evangelize and teach Cornelius. I thought that was a cool parallel. Yeah, that is really cool. I don't think I ever thought of that either. But <laughs> yeah. So the first season of your life would be your childhood and adolescence. So how do you remember seeing the Lord's faithfulness to you then? That's a good question. Um, so I don't remember knowing the Lord until maybe about 12. And my my dad was not a believer. My mom took me to church. So I don't think I thought about the Lord much when I was little, but then at some point my parents got divorced and and growing up, uh, and then my dad did become saved. And I, I would say uh, seeing that the Lord was real and personal caused me to seek him. And so he was, he was faithful, I would say, uh, to draw even when I didn't know him and even when I didn't really have that foundation or wasn't seeking him. Yeah. And then the next like big season would be becoming an adult and going to college. So how did you see the Lord's faithfulness there in all those big decisions you had to make? Yeah. And, and I would feel, I feel like, um, comes down to the man makes his plan, but the Lord directs his steps. Yeah. And I could definitely see his faithfulness in that. I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do in terms of college or career and just sort of, I, I don't know, I would say kind of floated through really. And God uh, directed me and could see his hand after the fact. And even law school, I had, I had no desire to go to law school and yet he sort of opened the door and I feel like he funneled me that way. And uh, just, yeah, faithful to open the right doors and direct steps, uh, even if, it wasn't necessarily the the way I wanted to go. Yes. And how did, what made you want to, or like what made you start pursuing that law lawyer path? Yeah. Good question. I, um, again, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I, I, uh, 
<laughs> I wanted to be a Christian rapper, but there wasn't a huge market for uh, gangly white guys uh, who right. were mediocre in, in Christian rap. So I enjoyed my studies in college. Um, I always wanted to come back to my hometown. And I think I sort of took an aptitude test at one point when I was toward the end of college, and it looked like that would be something I'd be good at. I talked to a, a guy here in our town who said, you know, if you went off, you might be able to come back. So I looked at it more as, I don't know what else I'm going to do, and it it might be a way to come back to my hometown, and it might be a way to support a family. But of course, I think I was uh, secretly or maybe not so secretly hoping that he would open some other door in the process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, um, with like college, you're not, are you in a relationship? Are you married? Um, anything like that? Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I never really dated much. I wasn't in a relationship. Um, I sort of always thought that would be in the cards for me, but, um, was pretty particular. And, um, so no, I, I was not. So I was, uh, at law school on my own and was open and flexible that way in terms of where uh, I might land, where I might end up. Um, but but no, it was just me through college and law school. And even after I got back and started working uh, for a number of years. You did end up getting married and having a family. So like, can you share a little bit about that with um getting married and then like how you met your wife and um, the Lord's faithfulness in getting married and um, starting a family. Sure. Yeah. And that was, that was definitely another God thing. Um, you know, I think, so I had been back in town, oh, five or six years before I got married. Um, and I think everybody wants to try to set you up and, and there were, uh, there were some people I think that I met, but there was never really any interest. And um, so actually I had one of my family members had heard on Focus on the Family about some website. You could sort of meet people and they they were like suggested it. And I thought, eh, that doesn't that doesn't sound like me. <laughs> yeah. That sounds pretty sketchy. But coincidentally, my future wife also had friends or family that heard the same. And uh, she was single and never been married. And so um, I, I got on that and tried it for about a month. And I thought, eh, this is not for me. Uh, God, I don't, I don't think this is for me. If you, if you want me to stay on here, let me know. But I'm cheap. Mm -hmm. I don't want to spend any money on this thing. <laughs> yeah. And um, so like the time it expired, I was ready to just let it go. And then my wife-to-be popped up. And so I thought, okay, it was like the very day it expired. And uh, anyway, so I thought about it, prayed about it for a while. And I, I signed back up and started communicating with her. And then we met, eventually got married. So yeah, it was it was definitely a God thing, not something I was looking for, or she was looking for. Yeah. Uh, and the circumstances were, were pretty, pretty neat. I, I sort of justified it in my mind, kind of like... Um, you know, where Abraham sends his servant out to find a wife for Isaac. I thought, well, I guess this is sort of a similar means. Um, so I'll, I'll give it a go. But it was it was reluctantly and narrowly and God uh, God did it. So, yeah. And then you ended up having children. So was how did the how is the Lord faithful in, in that season, too? 
Yeah, that he 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 was for sure. Um, yeah, we we both wanted kids. Uh, we both agreed on a lot of things. Like you know, once once we have kids, uh, she wanted to stay home. I agreed. I wanted her to stay home with the kids. She eventually wanted homeschool. We were in agreement on that. Um, but you never know. I was I was a little bit older, um, so but we didn't have any trouble having kids. So I was, I think, 33 when our our daughter was born. And then our son was born a couple years later. I was, or I was almost 33. And then I was almost 35. Um, and so, yeah, we, that was just a blessing. God's timing. You know, you hear about couples that have trouble or whatever. Yeah. We didn't. Um, and um, so, yeah, so that was a huge blessing. And again, God's timing and very faithful gifts from above. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely not something to take for granted being able to have kids easy, right? Right. So you are now in a different season of young kids. Um, so how has the Lord been faithful now and like in the past few years? How have you seen his hand of faithfulness over your family? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um yeah, he again. I feel like it's sort of uh, God directs our steps. I, I was coming to a point in my uh, law career. I'd been at the same uh, law office for over twenty years, and I felt like the Lord might be leading me out. And um, was sort of excited about that. The, the kids are in high school, and then ultimately my wife passed away, and so then it was like kind of one of those things where you know, whoa, what are what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, but God just, God's providence was there. I mean, he, he provided the fact that I was already going out enabled me to, uh, be in a position where I, I didn't have to work full time Mm -hmm. and I, I could work from home. And so I could be there, uh, for my kids schooling, uh, so they could finish through high school homeschooling. And, um, and yeah, he, he, uh, he, he definitely, provided that way. I saw his providence a lot. Things that I I didn't know, sort of, again, Abraham went out not knowing where he was going. Mm-hmm. And I sort of went out with a plan, but God had a different plan. But it, I could definitely see his provision and his providence in the way he set that all up. Yeah. And then, you know, the Lord is faithful to everybody, but how, what, like, what advice would you give to someone who does it feel as though the Lord is faithful to them? You know, they hear other people talking about it, but they just feel like there's nothing good about my life. Yeah, that's that's a good question. And and obviously there, you know, there are seasons. You kind of started this out by saying there are seasons and there's there's ups and downs. And um and and recently we were we were studying in Second Corinthians chapter four, where it talks about we have this treasure in earth and vessels or jars of clay and it's the the light of the of the glory of the gospel of christ and so those earthen vessels are not you know necessarily worth much of anything Mm -hmm. and often they shine the light better when they're broken sort of like gideon's jars that were broken and so it's hard to see god's faithfulness or sometimes we view god's faithfulness in what we want and then we yeah. feel like he's not being faithful because it's not what we want or what we expected. And we sort of, even though we may not believe the prosperity gospel in our heads, 
we still sort of believe it in our hearts. Right. Yeah. That if if I just do, if I just follow God, then everything's going to go well for me. Mm-hmm. And so I think we miss God's faithfulness a lot of times because we're we're looking for what we want and we're not looking for what he's doing. But often I think we don't really see uh, his faithfulness until after the fact too. And it's a matter of, you know, Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. And too often, at least for me, I want to understand, you know, it's like, okay, God, that's fine. This is fine. But I want to know why, if you just told me why, then that would be okay with it. And and sometimes he just says, no, I want you to trust and and not understand. And yeah. then and then oftentimes we see his faithfulness down the road. And so I I I would say that if somebody is in that position where it's like, man, I just it doesn't seem like he's faithful, we trust and obey and we don't lean on our own understanding and we lean on his promises. We we know what is good. We know that uh if we're saved, that's enough. That's more than enough. Yeah. Um, but he he's a good father and he knows how to give good gifts to his children. Mm-hmm. And um and he will in in his time and and we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's great advice. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's, it's been a blessing and that's been some great advice. And I love to hear about how the Lord has been faithful. And I'm sure the listeners will as well. So thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I, I've enjoyed listening to your podcast. It's always sounds like you're well prepared and, and uh, I always enjoy it. So thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>